2: And welcome back to the Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll free, 1 800 610 7035. Email exxon at XONE dot com. On MSN Messenger, XONE TV at hotmail dot com. And our website, www.xonE dot ExoNation, my guest this hour is William McFarland. We're going to be talking to Mr. McFarland about his book, Back Channel, My Covert Operations Under Nine Presidents. And for this hour, we're going to be talking about the Kennedy years. Now, uh, William McFarland never sought or even imagined a role as a special assistant to President John F. Kennedy. Eager for adventure and travel after graduating from Duke University with degrees in mathematics and physics, Mr. McFarlane entered the intelligence arm of the government, did extensive military training, became a U.S. Army Ranger, trained in special operations and hand-to-hand combat techniques and advanced parachute training, and went through intensive training in Russian language and culture at the language school in Monterey, California. He was assigned as a diplomatic courier to the U.S. Embassy in Moscow. Uh, When he was turned over to the Soviet Union, he ultimately rescued... He was ultimately rescued, I should say, near the point of death in a clandestine operation carried out by two high ranking Soviet generals and was entrusted by them with information which became vital to the peaceful resolution of the Cuban Missile Crisis. He describes himself as a patriot, a soldier, a spy, and an assassin. His website is www.bertymack.com. That's B E R T I E MAC.com. And, Mr. McFarland, welcome to the Exxon, sir.
1: Well, thank you very much, sir.
2: It's a pleasure having you here. Um, Why did you write this book, sir?
1: Well, I wrote it for a number of reasons, but chief among them was the fact that um, I thought it was an interesting story to tell. After all, there haven't been all that many special assistants to... Mm -hmm any president, and certainly very few covert ones, which I obviously was. Uh, I also wanted to give the reader a a view of what happens behind the veil of secrecy in the government, and how the government really works, Mm -hmm. and what happens in the halls of power. Uh, I hope that the reader comes away from uh, this book, uh, having learned quite a lot about that, uh, and hopefully they've learned it in, a, in an enjoyable way because uh, they think they have um, read a very enjoyable book. It's certainly uh, informative. I,
3: I, I,
2: I would like to ask you this question, sir, and please don't take any, any, um, any wrong from it. Is, is William Bertram MacFarland a pen name or is that your real name?
1: Well, actually, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, um, and I, I would like to get it out of the way. You know, when I first decided to write uh, the back channel series, mm-hmm. I realized right away that I was going to face some real practical problems. I was going to need a public face, mm-hmm. one with a real U.S. residency, a real U.S. address, a real U.S. telephone number, a bank account that isn't the Luxembourgian account of the Channel Islands Shell Company, and all those everyday things that you really never think of unless you don't have them. Well, I don't. Uh, beside my U.S. passport, I have six others. They're all perfectly valid, uh, government-issued documents, from six other countries no two of them bear the same name so i contacted a good friend of mine we were students together at duke uh he was a couple of years behind sir i hate
2: to i hate to do this but i must take this commercial break we'll be back in two minutes exo nation william uh, mcfarland is our special guest we'll be back on the other side don't go away
3: Here, seen my old friend John. Can you tell me where he's gone? He freed a lot of people, but seen the good they die young. I just look.
2: Explanation, we're talking to William McFarland of this hour. He is the author of Back Channel, My Covert Operations Under Nine Presidents. And we're talking about the Kennedy years of this hour. And as I said before, Mr. McFarland, it's great having you with us, sir. Thank you for spending uh, some time of your busy schedule with us. So we're, we'll just get right back to it. Um, so is William McFarland your real name?
1: Well... As, as I was trying to explain to you when um, oh, we had to take a break, yeah. um, besides my U.S. passport, I have six other passports, all perfectly valid, issued by uh, six other countries. No two of them uh, bear the same name. In my business, names and realities are somewhat different than they are in the normal civilian world. But in order to publish the book, I contacted a good friend of mine um, who uh, I met at Duke. Uh, I explained the problem to him and asked him if he would be my public face. Uh, He thought about it a little while and agreed. I frankly doubt that he's very happy about it now, but uh, (laughs) he'll, he'll, he'll be okay. But the point is, that I am William Bertram McFarland. I'm a real person. Mm-hmm. I exist. I wrote the book, though my friend helped me a lot with it. Right. And the story is real.
2: Mr. McFarland, how would you describe JFK, and was he all they said he was?
1: How, how would I describe who, I'm sorry? JFK. Oh, my. Um, I think the first word that leaps to mind is courageous. Um, as you know, well, you may not know it if, if you haven't read the book, but um, the book will explain that I was the back channel during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm-hmm. And during the Cuban Missile Crisis, the United States and the world came closer closer to an all-out nuclear war than we have ever been, ever been. Never since that time have we been in such imminent danger of an all-out nuclear war. Jack Kennedy showed the most incredible calm courage of any individual I think I have ever met in my entire life. After the Cuban Missile Crisis was peacefully resolved through uh, negotiations, mm-hmm. a lot of people said that they uh, had always advocated that as the way to go. But I can tell you for an absolute fact that the Pentagon was adamantly advocating a, quote, surgical airstrike and so forth. I mean, they. Well, that's what the military is for. They're supposed to go and uh, fight people and kill people. Uh, but they wanted to go and uh, really up the stakes in the conflict. And Kennedy remained calm. He, I was communicating uh, between him and the Kremlin as, as the back channel. I was indeed the back channel during the Cuban Missile Crisis. And there was a lot of back and forth between uh, Jack Kennedy and uh, Khrushchev. And in the end, Khrushchev blinked. Now, it wasn't quite the blink that a lot of people thought it was, because we did, in fact, agree to take missiles out of both Italy and out of Turkey, although those facts were not published at the time. But we did agree it, and it did in fact happen, and you can check that as historical fact. Sure. But so Khrushchev had some real—I uh, mean, there, there was there was a real carrot for him uh, to agree. But on the other hand, he could have stood firm, and it would have been a disaster. And uh, Kennedy stood firm as well, and. Even his brother Bobby, and Bobby always said publicly that, no, he, he was always uh, uh, telling Jack to uh, stay the course, to continue with uh, negotiations rather than taking military action. On two occasions, I can tell you for a personal fact, he did not take that position. And for Jack to ignore Bobby, was quite a, uh, that was quite a big deal. But he did it. And that kind of courage is something you just don't see. This man saved us single-handedly from an absolute nuclear holocaust.
2: Where were you the day President Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas?
1: I was in the White House in my office in the West Wing. I was working on a troop withdrawal plan from for uh, South Vietnam. President Kennedy had already uh, signed National Security Memorandum um, 263, uh, requiring that we withdraw hundred, a 1, thousand troops from Vietnam by the end of the year, and that uh, all troops, all U.S. troops, would be out of South Vietnam by 1965. Of course. The day after his assassination Johnson reversed that um, but I was in I was in the White House and I was working on the troop uh, with mm-hmm. the whole plan when all of a sudden I hear people running down the hall and yelling and screaming and stuff and I thought what in on earth is going going on so I stepped out of my office and sure enough there was a whole crowd running towards the the um, White White House uh, uh, dining room, and I asked somebody, I said, what's going on? What's happened? And he said, somebody said that the president's been shot, and at that point in time, I felt like I had been, too. Um, I have subsequently been gut shot, Mm -hmm. but I think that was my first foretaste of what it meant to be gut shot. Um, it was just an amazing day. We went into the um, dining room. Somebody pushed some tables up against the wall, and set chairs on the tables and televisions on the, um, on the chairs, and we all just stood there in silence watching the TV broadcast from Dallas. And finally, when the announcement was made that President Kennedy was dead, Uh, uh, nobody could really believe it. I I couldn't believe it. Um, It it was just, I mean, I had to believe it. I knew it was true. But it was just amazing, just absolutely amazing.
2: Let me ask you this, sir. Do you think there was a conspiracy and there's a a cover-up when it comes to the assassination of the president?
1: I do. I very definitely do.
2: Do you think that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone?
1: I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald acted at all.
2: Was he a patsy?
1: Uh, Yes, he was a fall guy. Um, um, In my very strong belief, Mm -hmm. and hopefully before I die, I'll finally find the few missing pieces that I need to prove it, I strongly believe that um, this was... Um, that Lyndon Johnson was very much involved in Kennedy's assassination and was totally complicit in it.
2: Was there a connection between the 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 assassination of President Kennedy and the later assassination of of, of Bobby
1: Kennedy? I don't believe so. Okay. I, I truly do not. I, I think those two events were um, entirely separate.
2: Why do you think, sir, that uh, that President Kennedy was assassinated? Was it because he was pulling out of Vietnam?
1: Well, I think that was part of it. Lyndon Johnson, if you've read um, Caro's book about... Uh, you know, his biography of uh, Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson was obsessed with power, and he wanted nothing more than to become president of the United States. Well, he was going through some tough times because um, he was under uh, Senate uh, investigation for, the, uh, for his connections with um, Bobby Baker, And also the Billy Saul Estes uh, scandal was uh, about to blow up in his face. And uh, Jack was just just absolutely furious about it. And um, so not only was Lyndon Johnson facing a really serious possibility of going to jail, because of his involvement with Billy Saul, that's just because of his involvement with uh, uh, Baker, mm-hmm. um, he he was almost certainly uh, going to get shoved aside as the running mate of Kennedy in the forthcoming election. In, uh, it, it probably would have been Terry Sanford, the then government, then governor of North Carolina, who being an Eagle Scout and, and right. having a battlefield promotion during War, World War II was an, and, and stood up as governor of North Carolina for civil rights and all that kind of stuff. I mean, just had an absolutely sterling reputation.
2: Mr. McFarland, uh, I understand, sir, that you have to leave us now due to some other uh, pressing issues. I want to thank you so much for joining us, and you have an open invitation, sir. Anytime you'd like to come back. Let Charlie Barlett know, and we will get you back as soon as we can, sir. But I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule, and uh, I wish you continued success, sir.
1: Thank you very much. I've enjoyed talking to you. Nice
2: talking to you, sir. You're listening to the X Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the TalkStar Radio Network, X Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll free telephone number worldwide is 1 800 610 7035.
0: Our email address, X at X Great news! For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile Service. That's right, one month free with any new line. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get access. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with deals like our Silver Unlimited plan for just $45 a month and no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for $249, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart and Walmart.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com.
2: radio tv.com on MSN Messenger xone radio tv at hotmail.com and our website www.xonradio i believe it's
3: been
2: And welcome back, everyone. Shoshana Allison is my special guest. And we're talking about Robert Ghostwolf. And if you're uh, a fan of the Exxon, you know that Robert was a regular here on the show, uh, a gentleman that I highly respected. And uh, as you know, not everybody gets into that category on this show, but he certainly <laughs> was there. And uh, Shoshana is, uh, is is the lady who is responsible for letting I will I will say this, Shoshana, for letting the world know about dangers of MSG, fluoride, vaccines, genetically modified foods. Uh, you know, you've been there for the public, warning people, helping people, and um, don't forget depleted
4: uranium.
2: Oh gosh, yeah, depleted uranium is the uh-huh. biggie. You know, Bob Nichols, uh, Lorraine more uh, Hildebrand. Uh, let me see, Doug Rocky. Right. My heavens, you've been there through um, it all.
4: Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been out here pumping away for a long, long time.
2: Now, what else? What else did was Robert working on, or what did he work on that? You know, well,
4: one of the, one of the things that very few people know is that our Wolf was a, a, a an uh, accomplished artist, and he worked in oils. Really. Absolutely, I've got a couple of paintings in my living room, and there are there's a whole box of them, a huge box of them, all crated up, <clears throat> ready to send to his daughter. That I've never seen, but I have uh, had old friends of his ask me, well, "Do you have this painting? And do yeah. you have that painting?" Evidently, I do, but I've never seen them. I, I'm not I'm about to open that crate. It needs to be sent to California. You know. Anyway, yes, he was an accomplished uh, artist in that way. He also was an accomplished guitarist and had an incredible, incredible country folk singing kind of voice. As a matter of fact, I have a tape (laughs) of his, uh, where he's doing Willie Nelson almost better than Willie Nelson can.
3: Now
2: you hear Willie Nelson uh, is in trouble with the law again for the funny weed that he likes to smoke. (laughs)
4: Yeah, well, unfortunately, it's in Texas. Yeah. That's not good news.
2: No, it's not. He's looking at jail time this time.
4: Yeah. And, and he's,
2: what, uh. 78? Oh, well, for goodness sake, leave the guy alone. You know, let him have his fun. You know, yeah, they, well, they, they, they don't do anything about the Mexicans that are bringing all the stuff into California, so why should they worry about Willie Nelson, who's done so damn much?
3: Really?
2: You know, he, he's helped a lot of people. Look at Farm Aid.
3: Oh yeah, yes, Come yes, on. yes, yes.
2: Give him a break, for goodness' sake! God you know, bless not
4: him. O- not only that, but he's he's been an inspiration to a lot of young people too. Sure has. That uh, you know, in the music field, you know, people who, people who probably otherwise wouldn't have forged ahead unless he patted them on the head and, and said, "You did good today," you know. Yeah.
2: I, I, I also remember from talking with Robert that, that he had done many travels to Mexico and South America with Speaking Wind, who uh, was his close friend and colleague.
4: Indeed, he and Speaking Wind traveled together a lot, uh, and that's a sad story, uh, Rob. Um, Wolf made arrangements for Speaking Wind to come on the Art Bell Show. I'm sorry to talk about your...
2: Hey, it's okay, your- Art. I, listen, I've got a lot of respect for Art.
4: Thank you. Anyway, he, uh, he made arrangements, Wolf made arrangements mm-hmm. for, for speaking when to come on the Art Bell show. Yeah. He talked about prophecies. He talked about many things. He has books out there and what have you. And 10 days later, he was hit by some sort of a frequency out in the Pueblos in uh, New Mexico and, was, and fell over dead.
3: Oh, my gosh.
4: And he was like 52, same age as Wolf. Oh, the wolf, I believe, was 58. We're not sure. 56, 58, we're not sure. But,
3: um,
4: hmm. so, you know, this out-of-wolf circle, well, out-of-wolf's close circle, I think there's only one left. And that is, that's pretty scary. We lost Rich Balan not too long ago. Yeah. Rich is the man who... Uh, uh, wrote the RICO lawsuit, uh, uh, anti-Aspartame lawsuit against Nestle's and Coca-Cola and all of those people, and he took that to court, filed it in the federal court. And uh, uh, let me, Rich,
2: let me, just I was Aspartame.
4: only 42 when he wow. passed away about a, six weeks ago.
2: Speaking about Aspartame, how come it's still on the shelves after all the hard work that people like yourself have done trying to get... Try to get it off. You know, like, uh, as far as I'm concerned, as soon as you start drinking anything with aspartame, you're committing, uh, you're killing yourself.
4: Uh, Rob, uh, what they've done is the same thing that they're doing now with uh, corn. They're calling it corn syrup mm-hmm. instead of high fructose corn syrup. Uh, they've changed the name. I looked, I got some, my my sister said, you know, I'm so dehydrated with the mm-hmm. heat coming on, I've been drinking Pedialyte. And she said, and I feel a little bit better, but it hydrates really well. Well, Pedialyte, as you probably know, is what you give babies when they're sick to keep fluids going down. Yes. So I, I got some, and, and I'm drinking this bottle, and I get this funny taste in my mouth. And I look on the bottle, and son of a gun, it's got it's called Ace-Sulfame rather than Aspartame. That's the name they gave it in Europe. But Ace-K-Sulfame is Aspartame, and so help me God, it is in Pedialyte. <laughs>
2: Do you babies. do you remember the time we were doing a show and it might have been with it might have been with Robert because uh, he also uh, would talk about aspartame, and somebody called us from a grocery store who worked at a grocery store and they went up and down the aisles during the show and they were telling us all the different types of foods everything from uh, cough medicine to baby vitamins Flintstone vitamins I I, I remember that
4: yeah it's in everything it's yeah. in everything. It's... But well, you you asked me why is it still on the market? Yeah. Can you say Monsanto?
2: Monsanto. That's it. I can also say Donald Rumsfeld.
4: Okay, don't don't capitalize it.
2: <laughs> you know because uh,
4: he he has capitalized on uh, on the on the pain of the public. You know, obviously
2: he, sh- he sure has. You know, and and we're still looking at MSG. You know what that is still doing around? God only knows.
4: Well, and then there's then there's fluoride in the water. There are cities that are demand. There are people demanding it be mm-hmm. taken out of the water in their cities and their and their counties. They're passing laws saying it has to be in their water. So, what what's a poor girl to do? You know, I just keep I just keep sending the information out there. It's up it's up to the people. It's up to the people. One person at a time. You know. Hillary Clinton said it really well in the title of her book years ago, and the title of her book was It Takes a Village. Mm. It Takes a Village in the Old Native American Way. Did you know that in the, in the Native American way, a person is not considered an adult until they're 50? Really? Jeez,
2: Absolutely. I, geez, I, I'm just a youngster then. It makes me yep, feel better. You
4: yeah. didn't get there yet. You, you, <laughs> have not, you have not, quote, come into your own.
2: Huh, I came into my own years ago, my dear.
4: <laughs> in a
2: Native American way, Oh, I see, I see. Um, Wolf also uh, well, Wolf was also interested in petroglyphs. I, I remember he was doing some work uh, with petroglyphs at the mouth of Hell's Canyon near Clarkston, uh, Washington.
4: There are petroglyphs there that show beings from the stars. There are petroglyphs there that that show swirling, it looks like swirling discs and what have you. I spoke to, this evening to Sherry Tocla, who's a very, who was his best lady friend for years and years and years. And I mean friend, I mean they were not in a relationship, mm-hmm. except the best, best of friends. And what she said was that he was most ardent in proving that they who came from the stars altered our DNA and shared time, and have shared time, information, and their beingness with us throughout history. That's what Sherry said. She would say was Wolf thought, uh, thought, uh, What Wolf thought about his own mission. Hmm. He was ardent in proving that.
2: Did Wolf ever talk about the events of December the twenty-first, uh, twenty-twelve, the end of the Mayan calendar?
4: Oh yeah, he said it was not the, the end of anything. That it was, it was going to be a, a a gradual changeover in energy, as the as the planets and the you know the, mm-hmm. the star beings moved into into juxta juxtaposition one to the other, that would allow higher frequencies to come through to us.
2: Why do you think, uh, Show, and maybe, uh, maybe Robert shared this with you, why the star people just don't make their presence known to one and all and, and give this planet the help that we desperately need?
4: Okay, I'm going to say it again. The planets have to be in juxtaposition one to the other to allow the energy to come through in such a way that it doesn't A, overpower us, Remember I talked about when 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 Wolf would be in that higher state of consciousness yes, yeah uh, if I would come into the room he'd jerk back into his body and it would you know he'd be furious and I would be so embarrassed that higher energy most people can't couldn't handle that higher energy it would burn them up in a in a minute years ago uh, Rob I had a Kundalini experience that lasted several months as a result of doing yoga for three times a day and living on sprouts and cigarettes and coffee (laughs) Mm. and a couple of rice cakes now and then. Anyway, I had a Kundalini experience, and that experience took me to higher realms. But what happened to my body was amazing. I had huge blisters all over my backside. Huge, huge blisters from the heat of the opening of the Kundalini in the, 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 the tailbone. Now, that energy is so... And when I tried to begin to eat again and tried to come down from that. It lasted three months. I had to decide whether or not I was going to sit on a pillow the rest of my life and and expound great profundities or whether I was going to pick up a hoe and go back and work in the garden, you know? Yeah. And what I was told to do, I finally did a meditation and said, you know, God, tell me what to do. And I heard these big loud words and they said, go back to Wendy's. So I'm supposed to go eat hamburgers now, right? Eating, eating one tiny little bite of food would bring me down into this, into this thick body, and it was so painful. that higher energy is so painful when, when you know, I, I had to, very carefully and very slowly over several weeks, reintroduce my higher self into my body that the energy that you're talking about why don't they come and just Mm -hmm. you know dig us out of this mess yeah their energy is so high that it would just burn everything up
3: well let let me just ask
4: until we're ready or until the planet has been re-energized as in the configurations that are coming about in 2012 they can't
2: Oh, okay, but what about all all these UFOs that people are seeing? Are they seeing real UFOs, or are these just figments of their imagination?
4: I believe they're absolutely seeing them. And they may be real, and they may be projections from the other side, just to get our attention, Hmm. to look up. Do you understand what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I I do. I, I understand. So this master plan, or this alignment, does this coexist, or does this coincide with uh, any other religious philosophy?
4: Well, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. It, Wolf has got probably 50, 40 pages about all of this in his, uh, the book, in the Echoes from Our Future. Right. Um, the Chiembaum talks about it uh it it's it's talked about in many many different ways, and I can't even give you the list right now of of the different places where he was able to pull the information together and say hmm looky here and looky here and this matches this and that matches that so that's the kind of a, of research that he did and that's the kind of presentation that he has made in his in his uh Now five, it'll be six books.
2: Seven books. Yeah, in fact, when we come back from this commercial break, let's uh, talk about the books and how people can uh, get copies so that they can can have a bit of the experience that both you and I shared with our good friend, Robert Ghostwolf. Please stand by, Shoshana. Great talking to you you again. Exo Nation, Shoshana Allison is my guest. And uh, Shoshana and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon. After all, this is truly a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. My name is Rob McConnell. Whatever you do, don't go away. And if you have to go away, you've got about four minutes to come back.
3: And the way the sunlight plays upon her head I hear the sound of a gentle on the wind that lids her perfume through the air. I'm taking up
2: Brian David Anderson is our guest, uh, www.mygodiamhit.com. That's the name of his book. And uh, Brian, before we went to the commercial break, I'm sorry I had to break you off there, pal. But uh, we were talking, I asked you, you know, why Why do we need to continue this, uh, you know, this this investigation,
5: this controversy? Because, again, we also now have uh, a whole series of events that started in 1890 and now mm-hmm. we're going to 2000 and now mm-hmm. to 2010. When you put the JFK and you put it in perspective, that, little, that event occurs in between the main and uh, 9-11 uh, New York and other events, Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, all sorts of things. And when you start pulling that tapestry, when you pull that apart, What I believe will happen is it will go both ways. Then people will go, oh, wait a minute. This was totally fake. This is ridiculous. And then it goes both ways and saying, okay, well, wait a minute. What about the rest of our history both before JFK and especially up until uh, 1890 and then afterwards such as 9-11? That's what to me is the key importance is it acts as a tapestry. You pull there and you let it all go. Yeah. We also now, if I could say one more thing is, sure. if you ever have a chance, Rob, look at the interview that was done by CBS of Roy Kellerman, and it was about 1980, 1990, early 1990s or late 80s, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it was. Go look at that interview that they did of Roy Kellerman. That man, uh, uh, he is absolutely, he did not wanna be there. He uh, does not come across any type of sincere. The man was hiding something. That that interview that CBS did of him to me epitomizes everything about the Secret Service. And if you, if you really want to insight, Al Reich's book and see that interview by sixty minutes. Well, you, you, to know, to what? Hold you know what? All this teary eyed, you know what? Brian
2: Brian 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 Brian. I I can I can, I think everybody can hear your distaste for the United States Secret Service. You know, you, you no, I, hold, I, on here, hold on here, hold on here, you, hold you, on here, hold on here, hold on here, hold on here. Okay. Not everybody agrees with you that life is a conspiracy. I don't think that the United States, I don't think that 9-11 was a conspiracy at all. I believe it was a terrorist attack. I don't believe that there was explosive put in there. You know, everything to, to so many people make life want to be a conspiracy because it's sensationalistic and it certainly does get the humdrum off our boring lives.
5: Was the main? Uh, it was the main. Then, as we were always ta- taught in history books, it just blew up. Now that they've already admitted with papers and come out and said that it was totally faked, and it took us nearly a hundred years for us to be told. Even when I, when we were going to school, the USS Maine was supposedly we that we uh, that the Spanish blew it up. Hey, hey Brian, I hate to, I hate to do faked. this,
2: Brian, but we've just run out of time for tonight. I want to thank you so much for joining us, usual Thank ritual. you very much. Thank you. This and- has been
5: a stimulating conversation. I hope we can t- continue this because now it's going to make people think. And feel and go inside. All right, Brian. You take care, buddy. Terrific.
2: You take care of yourself now. Exo Nation, Brian David Anderson, www.mygodimhit.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exone continues. We're right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Oh, yeah, just one more thing before we go away. I think the United States Secret Service does a great job. I think that anybody who carries a badge carries a target. And, you know, when push comes to shove, I'll take the word of the Secret Service over an ambulance attendant.
0: Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile Service. That's right, one month free with any new line.